Joshua Maponga is back at it again. And this time round, he's talking about religion, spirituality, and the place of black people and Africans in it. Now, he talks about how it was prophesied that uh, black people or people of black descent returning back to the continent was prophesied in the Bible, but because the Eurocentrism cannot fathom black people as part of the gospel because of how we've Europeanized God and religion and Christianity, then it all counts for nothing. And that forms the basis of our conversation today. Chapter 19, chapter 18, chapter 20, 21 and 22 of the book of Isaiah mm -hmm. talk about the slavery of the black people being shipped to lands afar. And there are women being stripped and men walking with bare buttocks. It's there. Then you read all of it, including Deuteronomy chapter 28. By the time you're finishing chapter 20, 21 of Isaiah, then there is a good news. Therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return. They shall come back. I'll take you away to a far land, but I'll bring you back to this land again, and etc. There's no other nation that was moved in ships and boats. Where, including the Jews these themselves. people? Where were they moved from? And from where were they uh, from moved Africa. To? Who? into America, into the Caribbean, mm -hmm. into Britain. Mm -hmm. And then the same Bible actually goes on to say, but I'll bring you back to your land. Beautiful prophecies. But because of the Eurocentric Christianity, that does not see a black man in the text. These prophecies are never spoken about. We are told that Jesus is coming again. How can Jesus come back again before repatriation and reparation? If these promises will not be fulfilled, then the Bible is a lie. Hello there, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of our conversations. My name is Zendiro Ganga. Always a pleasure having you here. Um, I love coming on here, talking to you guys about black people, Africans, our empowerment, and how we can rise up and take our rightful place at the global stage. Today, we want to have a conversation about a certain video I watched about Joshua Maponga. And he was just talking about the intersection between African traditional spirituality and modern day religion as we know it. He was very keen in noting and mentioning the fact that we glorify or rather over glorify the white man's religion and demonize the African traditional spirituality, which was what was practiced by our ancestors. And when I mean ancestors, it's grandfather and great grandfather. It's not that far back. It's 50 years ago, 60 years ago, 70. That's what our people were doing before colonialists came with a Bible in one hand and a gun on another hand and beat the white man religion into the Africans. And Africans have been unable to unshackle themselves from the shackles of, of, of the white man and his perception of God and religion because all the things, Africans had to change themselves. Everything that they were doing that was spiritual was so wrong. Africans believed in a higher power right before Europeans came and gave it a white name and a white God. There's a way we used to pray. There's a way we would call on to our ancestors because we believe that they were a channel. They, they were responsible for the continuity of life, continuity of prosperity, continuity of community. But when the white man came, then they became evil spirits. How is your father who just died an evil spirit, you know? And so we sort of lost ourselves. We had to lose ourselves and our Africanness and everything that pertained being African in order to be accepted by the white man so that they can impart their religion on us. And unfortunately, as Africans, we don't question 
some of these things we really don't question some of these things religion as we know it right now has too many holes particularly the white man religion where they preach the god of israel and stuff if you look at some of the things that israel are doing you'll realize that technically god doesn't come from there because the kind of vile things that that country is doing there's nothing godly about that and if you even go back to the traditional african society kindness and living with people in a dignified manner was preached so joshua maponga is asking africans what are you actually doing let's not waste our time what we now believe is christianity mchana is european culture my daughter will not leave this house until she's putting on a white dress because the mother now thinks that a white wedding is superior to a black wedding or a cultural wedding these are the realities we need to start talking about as africans that are we saying what we've accepted as christianity is christianity or it is actually European culture. Can you ask me? And I'll tell you that 60 to 80% of Christian practices is European culture. A man who gives you herbs to drink is a witch. A man who aborts your wife and takes the fetus to make tablets and give you back to drink is a doctor. And your government says this is a witchcraft act. It's not witchcraft as a noun. It's witchcraft as a question. Witchcraft are you using? Another thing that's very important to note from what Joshua was talking about was the fact that it's just not Christianity. It's Christianity and Islam bullied and killed African traditional spirituality. I'm going to be very honest and candid, which is something I rarely do on this. And I was born and bred in like a Christian family. But the older I grow, the more I have questions. So you want to tell me, before the white man came, my grandfather wasn't praying? My great-grandfather wasn't praying? You want to tell me that before white man's medicine, when people were sick, they couldn't get treated? But we've, we've, because it's African, it's not good, you know? When I was studying in China, I met a group of American doctors who were in China to study ancient traditional medicine in China, right? So what, what's the difference? They are using traditional herbs to treat and cure. But because it is from Africa, Africans cannot have any good thing. Nothing good can come out of the continent. Forget that. That's not good. Let, let, let embrace us take us you know when the arabs came to the cause that islam was imported on us when christians um white missionaries came then christianity and there was no room or rather no intersection for africans to just say this is who we are this is what we believe in how can we find a middle ground islam by nature they are bullies of african culture it is expressed in their intolerance of other people who believe differently from who they are so here's a simple example. If a Muslim walks into this village, the first object is to build a mosque and make everyone in that village a Muslim. Muslim. Mm. It changes your timetable of waking up. You wake up at five. Changes your fashion. How you what? Changes the way you bury your loved ones. Now you must do everything according to the Islamic law. The same thing is true with Christianity. Christianity walks into a space, facing the one to do as a Zulu, as a Kosa. You take off your shirt and put on your beautiful beads, mm -hmm. Hebrew beads, by the way which are Jewish. 
put on your Hebrew gear, which is traditional, and you walk up to church, Christianity will look at you. Though now there's a bit of tolerance, mm -hmm. but the, the first glance is, is unacceptable because the God that Christianity has does not have tolerance for culture. Does not. Rather, I would rather take off that thing, put on your shirt, put a tie on you, put a jacket, polish your shoes, and say, now you look nice. <laughs> because apparently you must become European first mm. before you can become Christian. In, in order for God to accept you, he cannot accept you in your authenticity. He needs first to take you through the culture of the dominant culture, which is a colonial culture, before you can actually become an acceptable Christian. An intelligent conversation needs to take place where we say, is everything that we are doing in the Christian church Christian? Or some of the things, norms and rituals that we are performing are actually European culture, but now they have been couched mm. and packaged as Christianity. The way we sing, for example, the way we dress, for example, the way we eat, for example, the way we celebrate our things, our holidays, our festivals, mm -hmm. our, 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 our Passovers and etc. Are, are these things, Easter's, are these things biblical? Well, in conclusion to that conversation, Joshua says Africans should start asking themselves questions. Now, my biggest issue with modern day religion as we know it on the continent, there's no room for questions. If you ask questions, you'll be thrown out of the church, you'll be thrown out. There's no room for conversation. I think that I was African and I will always be African before I am any other thing. And I have such a big, big, big problem. And many young people also have a big problem with reconciling the fact that the people that brought religion on the continent are the people that were shooting and killing people, looting their natural resources, stealing their land, loading people in boats and shipping them off to Europe and Americas to work as slaves. I have such a big problem reconciling these two. You know, and people will talk about, oh, don't don't believe in what people say, just believe in the word. And I'm like, yeah, but that word was brought by you. And if you can't believe in what you're teaching, why should I believe in it? It's like saying, oh, don't look at what I do, just listen to what I say. It doesn't work like that, brav. It doesn't work like that. And you know, right now, many Africans are beginning to go back to the traditional African spiritual practices, you know, like in South Africa, you'll find Sangomas and they're not old people. They're very young people. Ancestors are beginning to call back people and say, hey, listen, this is who you were. This is what we used to do before all the shenanigans were brought onto the continent. And that's the same thing that Joshua is saying. Open your eyes, start asking questions. And when you begin to interrogate when you begin to interrogate some of the religious practices that are being hailed on the continent by white people, you'll realize that there's so many loopholes, so many loopholes. I am not asking you to ditch religion or neither is Joshua. I'm just saying you were African first before you became a colonized Christian. Here's my motivation for Africa. Africa went to the shop and bought a packet of apples. Half the first one. The boy Paul was rotten. Throw it away. Worms in, in the mm. Pick up another one again. Half. Second bite. Two. The worms are still there. Poof. Spit on the ground. The intelligent friend standing in the room then looks at this one who has thrown away two apples. Says, hey, I'm fit. Don't do that. Switch off the lights. Let's eat the apples. Now, that one then is intelligent. Because you don't, the, the only problem we have here is the abundance of light. 
that what is showing us the worms. So if we can switch off the light, we can eat the, the apples and even the worms become part of the protein. Now, how do we as Africans think that by switching off the light of knowledge and information, continuing continuous eating of these rotten because apples the will words, make them help healthy. Mm. So in my own thing, guys, we may as well just switch on the lights while we are eating. When we notice what is rotten, well, that's all I had for you. Let me know what you think. This is a very controversial subject, I know. But some of these things, some of these questions have to be asked, you know. And they're gifts of civilization. There are certain great things that have come from civilization. But it shouldn't be at the expense of who we are. We should not erase who we truly are just for the sake of civilization. It will always be there. It will forever be there. But we cannot lose touch with who we are. Thank you very much for watching. And I'll see you again next time.